3: All good to have you with us on this Football Friday, middle of January, January the 12th to be specific. Again, Football Friday on the T980 brought to you and driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. And because we forgot to do so in our number one, we will do so right now. Don't forget to join us, guys. Just a couple of Friday nights away. Friday, February the 2nd at the Bethesda Theater. And you can get your tickets at BethesdaTheater.com BethesdaTheater.com I posted the link on Facebook and Instagram last night. Uh, I did it on Twitter yesterday. I'll do it again. Uh, everybody's been sharing uh, the love. But you can join us. Get your tickets now. 106.7 and the Team 980 on stage to get, Excuse me, on stage together for a fun night of sports debate, laughs, bits, skits, and behind-the-scenes stories. And it's all uncensored, meaning we can curse each other out so I can tell Landfill to go... himself. Exactly. The things I can't say on the radio when he busts my chops, I can do on stage, in person, in living color, and you can join us. You can be... It will not be on the radio, obviously. It is exclusive in person Bethesda Theater Friday night, February the 2nd, 8 o'clock. Perfect time. Come have some drinks. Come have some dinner. Come hang out with all of us. Everyone will be there. Matt, you'll be there, right? Yeah, as of now. Absolutely. As long as we all have jobs. The Junkies, Grant and Danny, B. Mitch and Finley, Kevin Sheehan, me, Craig Hoffman, the boys from Bit Season, and much, much more. Friday night, February 2nd, BethesdaTheatre.com. Get your tickets now. They're very affordable, Um, so just go check it out and get your tickets before they sell out and come and join us for a night of fun. Now, also, I want to make mention, I just got word, two hours from right now when Craig Hoffman takes over, Scott Pioli's going to join him right at the very top. Now, why that's significant? He hired Adam Peters in New England. We talked about this Bill Belichick-New England connection. Scott Pioli was the guy who hired Adam Peters. Oh, my goodness gracious! And obviously, Pioli, I'm sure, will talk about Belichick's departure after 24 years from Foxborough because they worked side-by-side, hand-in-hand, and where he thinks Belichick might wind up so Craig Hoffman with a big get there make sure you check out less than two hours right at the top of the four o'clock hour Matt which means I've got to shut up early in the three o'clock hour so to allow Craig to start his show uh very much on time and get to Scott Pioli uh look forward to that interview all right so we got a lot of stuff going on Adam Peters the new GM the team hasn't officially announced it yet for whatever that means oh uh by the way I forgot uh, one other thing gosh 106.7 106.7 The Fan versus Team 989, and it's not a competition, guys. It's just we're, we're all on stage and we're all going to have a kick-ass time. Is brought to you by our friends at Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com, mstreetbank.com for more information. All right, let's get back to the calls. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Let's get to... Aaron and Sutland to kick off in the leadoff spot. Hour number two. What's up, Aaron? How are you? Hey, Rooster.
4: Thanks, my man, for taking my phone. Yeah, thanks call. for making it. Hey, if hey, if I'm the GM, the first thing I'm doing, I'm definitely not taking. I'm not, definitely not taking a quarterback in the first round, and I'll tell you mm. why. Because all the quarterbacks that they have, there's not enough separation from their college career and Sam Howell's college career. When we look at Sam Howe we're talking about him as a first year starter in the NFL and I haven't seen any of these so called top quarterbacks play outstandingly doing a big game. That's number one. So what I would like to do is maybe offer Brissett, which we already know that Brissett is not a franchise quarterback or a starting quarterback, maybe offer him twelve million and have him and Howe come in and, you know, compete. Um, When we talk about franchise quarterback, I just looked this morning at the top 11 quarterbacks in terms of passing in the NFL. Rooster, I challenge you to find four that are better than how, and you consider him uh, a franchise quarterback.
3: Wait, run the question by me again? I I, I just want to make sure I understood it.
4: You want to understand? You understood
3: what, Rooster? No, I, I want to make sure what you're what you're asking me to do. Uh, s- something about what, what what Sam Howell know? I didn't I didn't understand the question. Uh, I think we lost Aaron. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I was, I'm sorry. I I I missed the question or what what he wanted me to rank. Here's what I know: the Commanders will draft a quarterback. That much we know. the The only question is is whether it's at two. Or whether they will trade back into the first round by using multiple picks that they have acquired and procured in the second and third round to move back up into the first round to get a value of somebody that they have a second or, or, or I'm sorry, a, a say mid-first round grade on, maybe a Michael Penix, maybe a Bo Nix, somebody like that, that is their mid-twenties. That's, like, you will hear... They have to take a quarterback at number two. And listen, that is the most likely scenario. Again, you do not have to do anything one way. I, Homie, don't play that. Okay? I'll say that again. I don't play that way. I don't rule anything out. Everything's a possibility. I could feel strongly about something and still acknowledge that there are possibilities at play. They can go another way besides quarterback at number two. And I just laid out the scenario for you. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. Let's get to. uh, Let's go to. Sanchez. (laughs) What up, brother?
5: Look, I got I got a bone to pick with you and oh. everybody at Odyssey up there. Who in the world thought it was a good idea to put that event in Bethesda on the day my son is supposed to be born? So I can't make the trip up there. I am hurt. I'm sending the CK that is bull jive. Okay, with that being out of the way now, Rooster, I'm good. Um,
3: <laughs> hey, this is a good Hey, though, man. Well, well, this, it's well, good. Wait, wait a second. First of all, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. slow down, slow down. Take a T.O., baby. Take a T.O., baby. Why don't you do this? I'm Paul. Why don't you have your wife deliver the baby and then, ha- you know, in the morning and then all three of you can come up and join us and I'll, I'll get you on stage somehow.
5: I'll get you on stage. What? Lord, that,
3: that yeah, yeah, that ain't great.
5: I'll be divorced by uh, <laughs> by 10 minutes of his life if that happens. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I had to give you a hard time on that. But, dude, this is a good day. You got a guy who, like, I we've had guys who stink, who have came through here, claim to be um, football guys or whatever. This guy stinks, too. But he stinks of winning. Like, he he sprays on the cologne because – you look at his career as a scout with the New England Patriots, two rings there. He helped there, Uh went to Denver. They won a Super Bowl there. He's, he could be on the verge of have, having a team that's uh, going to win a Super Bowl this year. They're the best team in the NFC by far. But I think was a good move because you have a guy in here now, Adam Peters, that They say he he treats people with compassion, and he's a human being. Where have you ever heard that about people in Washington, like, making major movements, maybe outside of Ron Rivera in the last four years? But it's just refreshing that Josh Harris did this. It looks, on their optics, did this the right way, and they didn't rush it. They got it done. They did it efficiently. That's the word I think that – um, that we're looking for. Is, it was an efficient process. They got it done. There wasn't a lot of scuttlebutt, and they got, hey, we got our guy. And I'm excited to see what he can do, man. But it's a good day. Uh, and maybe this is what winning on the off the field is all about, Bruce uh, Allen, you jabroni. But, uh, hey, it is what it is.
3: Appreciate you, Sanchez. Best of luck, brother. Uh, and uh, that offer is on the table for you. Uh, you know, I mean – and, and listen, if the Cowboys choke up and throw up all over themselves, at least you'll have something to celebrate right before the Super Bowl, right?
5: Yeah, what, but one thing before I leave. Um, we have a baby shower with our church on Sunday at 5.30. The Cowboys kick off at 4.30, Ooh. and that's going to be fun because she's going she's gonna to be a center of attention. She won't be able to focus on the game. Oh. Look, that's what my God is still in the blessing
3: business, folks. I'm out of here. Homie, don't sure. play that. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I appreciate you. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. Oh, uh, all right. Adam, uh Aaron, and Suitland is back. We lost him. He was asking a question or something with Sam Howell, and I started to lose you. Go right, uh, go right ahead, Aaron. Why don't you finish that up?
4: So what I'm saying, Rooster, is if you look at the top uh, eleven NFL quarterbacks statistically, that were better than Sam Howell stats this year, talking about passing yards, right? How many of them would you consider them franchise quarterbacks? How many would you consider franchise quarterbacks? There is no way in the world I'm going to draft a quarterback at the first pick or second pick or whatever for this team because of all the other needs that we have. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. What's more important right now to you, right now, an offensive line or quarterback?
3: Okay, uh, I mean, I, the, an- the answer is both are important. But ultimately, I think a great quarterback can negate or or can can reduce the need for having a great offensive line, if that makes sense. Okay. Not to say that you can have a a a terrible one, but again, the 49ers have a great Trent Williams, a the all-time, you know, maybe best left tackle, right. and yet a horrible offensive line outside of that, okay? And and they're doing just fine. Now, that being said, you asked who the, the the guys are that I would consider are franchise quarterbacks. Now, I did this a couple of weeks ago. I defined franchise quarterback as being different than elite, Hall of Fame, great, uh, you know, uh, elite really is the word I'm looking for, right? There's franchise quarterbacks, and then there's elite quarterbacks. Tua tunga I think, is a franchise-type quarterback, certainly not an elite quarterback. Jared Goff, Dak Prescott, all in the same group. Josh Allen has the potential to be all-time elite or, or a, a level above that, but I can't put him there just yet. Certainly not Brock Purdy. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is already in the elite category, Jordan Love still has work to do. Obviously, C.J. Stroud still has work to do. Baker Mayfield, so on and so forth. Matthew Stafford, Trevor Lawrence. Those are the guys that are ahead of, I would say, most of them are franchise type, meaning starting quarterbacks that have some ability to be really good, uh, maybe more than some ability, maybe a, a half the time or 60% of the time they're really good. But the rest leaves a little bit to be desired. Patrick Mahomes is the only elite franchise elite quarterback in that list that's ahead of Sam Howell. But again, but, we can't we'll judge do. every we can't judge everything just based on on yardage because they they drop back. They drop back way more than any other NFL team, 41 plus times per game on average over 17 games. You know? That counts.
4: So, so Rooster, how can you confidently say that any of the top three quarterbacks, right, are better than How, or will have a better year? I apologize. Than How had last year, taking in consideration new offense, taking in consideration his first year he didn't play. Right. You know, there's a lot of different, you know, variables. And so for me, everything that we need, because we probably need maybe 10 or 11 people. Out of this draft to come and start because I only have seven or eight players yeah. that I'm carrying over next year. Yeah, total.
3: Well, well, they're carrying over more than that. But to your point, there's only seven or eight probably difference makers. All right, so here's I'm going to let you go uh, yeah. so I can answer it. I appreciate you. Um, first of all, Sam Howell is not in. I mean, you whatever you want about Tua Tunga and and I'm not convinced he's a true game-changing, franchise-changing quarterback by any stretch. He's not better than Tua. He's not better than Jared Goff. He's not better than Dak Prescott. Not even close. Way not even close to Josh Allen. He's not anywhere near as good as Brock Purdy. I'm sorry. And that's not the system. People want to scream about the system. Brock Purdy's better than Sam Howell. Period. Yes, he's got a better system. Yes, he's got better talent around him. Brock Purdy's better than Sam Howell. Could you say, though, he doesn't
6: that... He- Because Brock Purdy learned NFL systems and learned how to play in the NFL at San Francisco, where he had a line that was protecting him and he could actually learn how to read his progressions and everything in a reasonable standard with a run game that was actually running the ball. Yeah,
3: I can see it's fair point.
6: But, like, I can if, say
3: all that, but I can also say Sam that— If Sam
6: Howell was in the situ- that same situation, right. would he not be much more advanced? Sure,
3: but I can also say that there were some concerning, troubling spots about Sam Howell struggling in the areas that he struggled in the draft. In the, in the draft. Yeah. Otherwise, he doesn't drop to the fifth round. And I know some of that is height and whatever, but some of that is real. Like, th- Brock Purdy throws with anticipation. Sam Howell does not. Period. Period. I mean, every one of these quarterbacks is better. And real every quick, one of these quarterbacks is better than Sam Howell.
6: The word you were looking for is mitigate. A really good quarterback can mitigate having a bad line. That was the way to go.
3: There you go. Thank you. 301 230 I tell you what, take a timeout right here on this Football Friday on the Team 980, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda C, your local Honda dealer. And then right back to your calls at 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. And erect. Ace Law I'll help you get a check. Call them at 8888-Ace Law. Stay tuned. We're coming right back to you.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: all right right back with you on a football friday right here on the team 980 and the odyssey app again scott pioli who hired adam peters in new england and obviously worked side by side with bill belichick we'll join craig hoffman right at four o'clock so make sure you stay tuned for that we're still efforting some people uh hard to get the right people. I don't just do anybody. Hard to get the right people at the right time when, you know, when they're hesitant to talk. So, just stay tuned. Maybe something will come up. Uh and we will see. But uh, again, I don't I don't need guests. Uh, it's, it's not how we do this show. Uh so we don't just do guests just to do guests. 301 230 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. If there's anything such as a people show, it's this one. Uh, let's go to Dr. Sabah. What's up, Sabah? How are you?
0: Hey there, Christopher. You know, I'm you? upset with you guys, too, having this thing on. I'm doing well. Having this thing on a Friday. You know, that's my operating day. So I, I do cases on Friday mornings. And then I don't know. I would have to, like, hurry up and drive well and up there. It's just. I don't know if I don't think that could happen. y'all should do some things on Saturdays for us our towners uh well
3: you know? you know listen I hear you uh first of all, just so you know, I was not consulted in any way, shape or form about this. I was asked if I was available and I said yes, I'm available, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, you know so i I you know i i i don't I don't know how to you know fix that uh problem I mean Friday night is a popular night for a lot of people to do things, you know.
0: I guess so. Well, if my teller is a teleporter or a teletransporter, if it works, I, I may beam me up Scotty and get there. But uh, we'll see. Uh, so yes. I, I, it's just going to be if, – if, the, the chances are slim and none. Right. So you're saying we have a chance.
3: Yeah, you have a chance. Just get your private hol- yeah. helicopter and you'll be okay.
0: Oof! I don't know. After the Kobe thing, I'm not touching helicopters. Yeah, well, that's a fair point. So, uh, anyhow, so I, I was telling um, uh, Kevin earlier, I'm very excited, very excited, but cautiously. I'm like, uh, are we going through a rabbit hole? So I'm just worried because at least, you know, last time when I was uh, happy about Bruce and um, McLaurin, they weren't really coming from good organizations, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it like Tampa and then Oakland or Raiders or something like that? Well, uh, Bru- not really yeah. winning. Well,
3: well Bruce's yeah, yeah, Bruce went Raiders, then Bruce to Tampa, both. but That's he right. was fired in yeah. Tampa. Right, right, right.
0: right. Okay. right, right. So Tampa fires
3: you. I mean, listen, I mean, Scott. You, you know, when Scott thing? McLuhan came here, everybody thought, yeah. "Oh, we've we finally landed our football genius," including yes. me. Yes, yes, McLuhan was a football savant. The problem was, is that he never had full control when he was here, never even had close to full control when he was here. It was always Bruce Allen. Well, he didn't have control of himself. Well, either. and that was the other problem. <laughs> I
0: mean, that was yeah. The other. And so, so that's why I'm I'm a little, I'm, I'm cautiously like, I don't want to buy tickets. I already said I'm not buying tickets. My brother says you're going to buy tickets. I already know you are. I said, no, I'm not. But now I'm giddy. I'm like, oh, my God, maybe I will. But I, just, I don't know. I'm just going to have to sleep on it. You know, I just got to. Think about it, but the key that's important here is he hiring the coach because that's the most important. we need a coach GM to have a symbiotic relationship, yeah. not a parasitic one right okay well we listen I, I mean I, listen together, you you Adam
3: don't Smith. hire you yeah. don't hire Adam Peters and then tell him he's got okay. no input and no control over the head coach. The question is is whether he has one hundred percent control. Over the head coach, and I would mm-hmm. I would tend to say no, I would tend to say no, but what I would say is this: he is going to have a head coach that he wants to hire, and then he's going to go to Josh Harris and Magic Johnson and Mitchell Rails and say, "This is the guy I want to hire. Remember, we met with him for you know, three, four hours, whatever it was in person, Zoom, this, that and the other thing. This is why I want to hire him. Are you guys okay? Let's do a final interview and boom, you know.
0: That's, well, don't you think that's how that I think that this conversation is work. has already happened? Don't you think? Because they wouldn't, he would have well, taken sure. the job if they say, sure. hey, here's who we have in mind. Sure. Log- like
3: Logically, yes. Like, right. hey, who would you like to hire as a head coach? I'm sure happened in some of these conversations. It doesn't mean you're going to be able to get that's them, the but thing. absolutely right. there's going to be no blindside. It's not going to be like, hey, uh, you know, I want to hire, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, Rich Basaccia. You know, and you didn't bring that up in the or interview Arthur process. Smith from Atlanta, yeah. he's
0: like, "No, thank you." Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. Exactly. So now, the next most important thing, because the most important thing is the coach. The next most important thing is the draft. The reason I'm afraid of the number two overall pick of the draft is if you pick a quarterback there, and if, if we're going to pick that high, I would go with Drake over Caleb. I don't want any divas, and I don't want Jaden Daniels. I just don't. I want a game manager. I'm afraid again. If you you're not bring taking JJ
3: McCarthy at number two overall.
0: No, I will not do that. Listen to me. I don't want – if you take – got to take Drake if you're going to pick two, or Uh Jordan, or Kate. you got to take one of those guys. If you do that, the pressure on them is just ridiculous Mm. to not be a game manager. It is to let me show my stuff and be the star. I don't want that. And what I like about this guy, he came from New England, Tom Brady, game manager. Then he went to um, Denver. When they went to the Super Bowls. it was Peyton Manning, game manager, stage of his life. Then he goes Brock Purdy, game manager. So all those things set up to me to trade out of the number two, go down, get more picks, and get your JJ McCarthy. Yeah,
3: well, I, that's I mean that's a possibility. I w- I wouldn't rule it out. I appreciate you, Doc. I got to let you run so we can get to some more calls here. Uh, but that's certainly a possibility. There's no doubt about it. Let's go to Cliff in DC. What's up, Cliffy? How are you?
7: Hey, happy day, happy Friday. Yes, sir. I was all on Adam Pierce from the beginning. Great hire. What I want to see him do is hire his coach. And in that draft, I don't want a McCarthy. I don't want nobody else. It's either Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix Jr., maybe Drake May, then maybe J.J. McCarthy.
3: Well, again, we are getting um, – guys, 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 guys. guys. With all due respect, we are getting way too far ahead of ourselves here. Like, this is a day for Adam Peters – and not for who they were going to draft at the end of April. I I really feel that way. Like, like to me, he's got way more bigger decisions before he even gets to that decision. You you know what I'm saying? Like, this is a day where we should be celebrating that they hired not only a true football executive, because they've had really sharp football executives that have been neutered. That have been blanketed, that have been held back, that have been stymied. This one isn't going to be. This one is going to be completely in charge.
7: Chris, I understand. And that that question that that guy was trying to ask you, he would have really answered his own question if he'd have said. Every team that beat the Commanders this year, their quarterbacks were better than Sam (laughs)
3: Howell. Well, listen, I mean the Giants beat them twice. Is is Tommy DeVito, you know, better? I I mean, I you know, probably not. I I mean, I can't. Yeah, I can't say Tommy DeVito is. You know, I mean, I'm just using that as an example.
7: Well, one last thing, RG3 was even better than him before the injury. But um, we have to take. A quarterback at number two, whether it's Daniels or whoever, because like John Thompson, um, the late great John Thompson said, if you want to make a mistake, or if you make a mistake, you would rather for it to be a big mistake, not a little teeny mistake. And I sit back and listen.
3: Well, I, yeah, I appreciate you, Cliff. I, you know, I, I don't disagree. I don't agree with that. I'd rather not make a colossal mistake, but if you're going to make a mistake. You have to do it the way the 49ers were able to overcome it, which was hit home runs in every other area. Fifth round, third round, fourth round, sixth round, seventh round, last pit you know, that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it. Period. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980 quick trending alert. And then we will get right back to your calls. On the other side, on this football Friday, I'm the Team 980, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We'll keep the calls coming to 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. First, that trending alert right here, right now. All right, according to ESPN, Kalen DeBoer is in negotiations with Alabama to become their next head coach. That after Mike Norvell stayed at Florida State with a contract extension. Steve Sarkeesian not coming over from Texas, so it looks like Washington, who just played in the national championship game on Monday night, uh, is going to lose uh, their stud head coach. We will see if that deal gets done later on today. Meanwhile, as you know, Adam Peters is joining the Washington Commanders team, has not officially announced it yet, but all reports say that he will become their top czar of football operations. What happens to Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, Eric Biennemi? We still obviously don't know who will join Adam Peters, who will be the new head coach, all among the issues and topics that we will be discussing in the coming days. And that's what's trending.
8: That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
6: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at t slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All
3: right, so if you missed the breaking news during the trending alert, looks like Kayla DeBoer is going to leave Washington. And get the Alabama job. Pete Thamel of ESPN just reporting a couple of minutes ago that he is on the cusp of getting the Alabama job. Finality expected soon. That's after Mike Norvell, apparently, according to Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports, um, who is based here in D.C. Um, you know, Nor Mike Norvell was uh, the number one, or not, not that he said it was the number one choice, but that Alabama heavily recruited, heavily pursued. Uh, Mike Norvell, FSU uh, not only agreed to a new deal but committed to a substantial increase in uh, resources such as recruiting and a building and so on and so forth. Uh, So it looks like it may have been, you know, first Dan Lanning, who turned them down, Oregon, then Mike Norvell, then maybe Kalen DeBoer. Uh, that's That's the way it looks. That's the way it looks. Um... Just, uh, you know, just uh, kind of, like, catching you up on on everything um, that's going on. The Giants, who, of course, lost Wink Martindale as their defensive coordinator. They're interviewing uh, Raven secondary coach Denard Wilson, who, you know, I've heard some good things about, obviously. Um, you know, people label him as one of the top pass game coordinators. Listen, they've got some talent uh, to work with. But he came over from the Eagles. He's well thought of. So we will see uh, where that goes from there uh, in terms of who the giant defensive coordinator uh, is. Um, Apparently, uh, we mentioned everybody knows about the really bad weather in Kansas City. Like could be like wind chills, negative 30, negative 35 below tomorrow night. Game still on. Everything normal at Arrowhead, so on and so forth. There is. We mentioned this earlier, according to the National Weather Service, heavy lake effect snow bands with gusty winds occurring east of Lake Erie and Lake Ontario Saturday through Saturday night. Snow bands will oscillate north to south, uh, impacting the Buffalo and Watertown metros. Travel will be difficult to near impossible with snow bands. One o'clock on Sunday, Orchard Park. Let me just tell you, because I spent a lot of time up there. Orchard Park always gets it way worse than the city of Buffalo. I don't know exactly how this storm is going to hit, but here's what I know. It is going to likely be blizzard-like conditions on Sunday, and it's possible, possible, that people can't get to the stadium. It's possible that the NFL has to shift this based on what happens Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, even, I guess, as late as Maybe Sunday morning because that's uh, is that a twelve thirty kickoff or a one o'clock kickoff? I, I have to ju- double check. Um, I think it's a one o'clock uh, kickoff, but you get the point. It's it, it you know. And for those of you that gamble, and those of you that you know um, aren't fans of these teams but are going to watch the game, you know, but you got money involved. I mean, you're going to have to factor all of this in. Like, there's no chance, no chance that I would take Miami or. Pittsburgh straight up in either one of those games. Now, I wasn't going to pick them I anyway, but the weather, not that Pittsburgh has no familiarity with the weather, but they don't have the familiarity that Buffalo does, number one. Number two, they don't have T.J. Watt. Number three, they have, well, I mean, they have Mason freaking Rudolph. I, sorry, Mason Rudolph is not Josh Allen. There's no chance... No chance. I mean, you'd be silly gooses to take Miami and or Pittsburgh on the money line. I mean, maybe with the points you can make an argument. uh, Maybe they keep it close, whatever. But, I mean, Pittsburgh's best shot of keeping it close against Josh Allen and the Bills in their run game. And Stephon Diggs was T.J. Watt. Don't have him. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. More on the NFL wildcard weekend coming up. Uh, but let's grab more of your phone calls right here and right now. Let's go to Jason in Germantown next up on the team, Nine Eighty, Jason. How are you?
4: Hey, first time caller. Uh, appreciate your show. You make me laugh. Nice oh, to have you aboard, show. Jason. Hang on
3: one second. Let me give you this. There you go. A little Ric Flair. Woo. appreciate you. <laughs>
9: appreciate you too. Um, Got a question? Yeah. If the if they hire well, well, Peters
4: is great. That's a great hire. I mean, maybe there could be like a, some kind of synergy between Peters and the coach, and you know, bringing in players like there used to be, like Jack Kent Cook Sure. Decide between Bobby Beathard and and Mavia to bring in. Maybe that could happen also. But if they bring in a uh, a coach as like an OC like a Ben Johnson or 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 anyone else like that, I mean, what happens to the enemy? I mean, is does. Does, does that give Howell a fair chance it changes, well, changes up on him again?
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a great question because what I have said is I think the only way that bien stays here, this is just me thinking out loud and my opinion, is if they hired a defensive head coach. Because if an offensive-minded head coach is going to come in, A, he's going to be the play caller. bien I, I I don't imagine unless he's got nowhere else to go, is going to say, yep, yep, take the play calling and uh, I'll just go back to being what I was in Kansas City without Patrick Mahomes. So like, so that's now the only notable exception to that is if you hire a head coach, right. Who has some sort of previous relationship, history, whatever with the BNME, thinks the is a good play caller wants to keep the And the only way you can keep him is by being a true head coach as opposed, you know, and, and, involved in the offense, but not necessarily the play caller. That's the only way I see that going, uh, again, unless they hire a defensive head coach, and then it would be up to the defensive head coach to say, hey, you know what, do I want to stay with the same language, the same scheme, the same system, if you will, or do I want to go somewhere else?
4: So do you, so in your opinion, do you like a Dan Quinn or Aaron Glenn, or do you bring in like a Jim Harbaugh, who's just done it all?
3: <sighs> I mean, if you're asking me out of those three, I mean, obviously, Harbaugh's the best head coach, right? Period. No questions asked. I also think he's going exactly. to be the biggest potential potential derailment to what everybody seems to want and is hoping for, which is that unity, that grow together, that build together, that be in harmony kind of thing that we're talking, you know, build a marriage and and stay married for 20 years kind of thing, right? So... Yeah. I, 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 yeah, think, gotcha. you know, I I think, you uh, know, I think, and again, this is just me. I don't know. I think they should talk to Harbaugh. They should find out what he thinks about, of course, Adam Peters, what he wants, what he expects, so on and so forth. They did not cross paths in San Francisco. Harbaugh was gone before Peters got there. But I think they should still talk to him. However, you go into that conversation of the mindset that you chose, correctly, by the way, to make your head of football operations, whatever his stupid title is, the number one football guy, period, unquestioned. And if you chose to do that, and if you told him that, and if you promised him that, you can't go back on your words. And I, I think it would be a very dicey situation with a Belichick, maybe even with a Pete Carroll, uh, certainly with a, uh, a a Jim Harbaugh. And therefore you're, you're more likely to go to a younger coach. Now, I personally think Quinn will wind up in Seattle, but I do know that he had interest. There is no doubt about it. I was told he had interest and was eagerly anticipating getting the call from the commanders uh, at, at least as of Sunday, when I talked to somebody uh, that knows him on the Cowboys staff Um but I don't think Quinn is going to come here. I, I'm still kind of curious as to, you know, if it'll be a Raheem Morris, a Mike McDonald, or if they go again with the young offensive coordinator of mine. And if that's the case, I don't know who they go with. Slowick Jr. and or, uh, you know, Ben Johnson because Ben Johnson's got a little more experience play calling uh, and a little bit more substance, if you will, on the bone. But Bobby Slowick worked with worked with Adam Peters and Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers so again nobody knows exactly what adam peters thinks of a bobby slowick jr i appreciate the phone call good to hear from you especially uh for a first time caller jason in germantown some good questions uh there let's get to uh where are we going here uh i think brian in fort washington is next what's up brian how are you hey guys how y'all doing all right brian what's going on hey
10: uh you know the adam peters um I'm kind of, you know, I've been beaten so bad with this organization. I know he's gone, but I just got to see it, man. It, it, I would like to just see the results in a couple of years, see if we can get on to winning. Woohoo! hoo new faces, but we've been here before. I know the big goddamn Dan is gone, but like I said, I, I got to wait and see. I'm not overly excited about today. It's just it is what it is. And I just can't wait to see the results and judge it from there.
3: No, I understand that. Even though I'm more excited today than I was on on Monday, I, I understand that. I truly do because, you know, we, we've seen a lot of high-powered executives and big-name, you know, young, up-and-coming executives hired and coaches and whatnot, and they all fall on their face, right? I, I mean, I, I truly understand where you're coming from. Now, that's not going to be a popular spin. You know that, right? Um, but patience – and, and, you know, patience and waiting and seeing and and all of that is going to take a lot of time. That's just not the way we are as a society. We're a microwave society. We're a quick hit, quick trigger society. And I understand that as well. Uh, I'm excited for today, right? Uh, I'm excited for this offseason. I'll let you know how excited I am for everything after, uh, let's just call it May 15th. You, you see where yeah. I'm getting at?
10: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I, I mean it is with it. I'm just excited that you know the big guys that, that we have before is gone. And you know, even, you know, to me, I don't know about you guys. The whole what is his name? Bob Myers thing yep. and that, you yep. know, that kind of like rubbed me not rubbed me the wrong way. It was just like, why? Like is he's a basketball guy. What right. is he doing? Is he really and it was just like Well, me, be, because
3: like, he because here's here's the reason why I think you should embrace it. I'm not going to tell you to embrace it. I think you should, okay? Just me advising you is you're right. He's not a football guy. He's not a football executive, but they did hire Rick Spielman to help with that transition and, and to provide input and uh, structure and, and so on to the search and uh, what have you, number one. Number two, Bob Myers, obviously a multi-time NBA champion, kept a very combustible structure, a very combustible set of circumstances together on the same page, driven towards one goal. And that's winning as many NBA championships. I think it was four and eight years as you can in San Francisco and in, and in Oakland uh, with the golden state warriors. So, you know what you're trying to do is say, okay, this isn't my football guy. But this is a guy that we could also use for organizational business, mar- um, not marketing as much, but organizational uh, for structure, for communication, for workflow, for divvying of of responsibilities, for identifying the right people. Something special about somebody as an individual that may not stand out to everybody, and that's what I think they were trying. Uh, to do, Brian, appreciate the phone call. More of your calls coming up on this football Friday on the Team 980. It is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. More in a flash. Don't you dare go anywhere on this football Friday on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, 249 and change right here on a football Friday on the Team 980. Again, driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Let's get right back to the calls and get as many of you guys in as we can. Uh, Let's see. I think Marco in D.C., and then we'll get to Brian and Alexandria after that. Uh, Marco is with us on the Team 980. What's up, Marco? How are you?
9: I would, I would just like to say thank thank you Adam Peters Peters for choosing DC as your des- destination. We uh we wish you much much luck and we um hope that you can um succeed because uh, uh my favorite my favorite uh thing to say is in order to bake a super bowl cake, you have to be able to uh pick super bowl ingredients many before you have failed failed uh, to undergo this challenge that you are uh, seeking to endeavor. And uh, thank you, Mr. Peterson for uh, Peter's for um, choosing this destination. I wish you the best, best
3: of luck. I mean, yeah, like he didn't have to choose this job, right? He could have stayed in San Francisco. He could have chosen another job. Sandy, uh, not San Diego. Uh, the chargers is open. Uh, I, I guess he could have gotten, I don't know, $50 million a year uh, from David Tepper in Carolina. Uh, Atlanta, they could easily move on from their GM, Terry Fontenot. Uh, they've already neutered him to a large degree. Um, and, you know, and, and hire a head coach, GM, what have you. Uh, they could do all of that. Adam Peters did not have to choose this job. And there's, again, no chance he would have chosen this job a year ago. And there's no chance Kyle would have allowed him to. None you know just just looking yeah. out looking out for him but things have changed and yeah it doesn't ha- it doesn't hurt to have the number 2 overall pick 75ish million dollars in salary cap space and a roster that while it's certainly not good enough and nobody would dispute that does at least have some cornerstone pieces that you can build around in Terry McLaurin um you know Deron Payne um And maybe Jonathan Allen will see where that goes from here.
9: And also, I'd like to say that uh, Kyle Shanahan is my number one uh, coach. I I I wanted him to be the um, uh, coach of the Redskins. And um, hopefully, because of that relationship, if it doesn't work out with the San Francisco 49ers, because of that relationship, hopefully he he might just think of uh, coming here to turn this thing around. Thank you.
3: All right, thank you, Marco. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, Kyle Shan wouldn't that be a kick of the pants? If old cousin Kyle returned. No, I mean it's not gonna happen, obviously. But Bobby Slowick Jr. could, I mean, again, we don't know. Like anybody that says they know, they, they're lying to you. They don't. They don't know. They don't know. 301-230-0980. Right now, now maybe that changes in a couple of days. We'll see. I mean, again, they they can't even do Zoom interviews with all these guys. Never mind in person interviews with these guys. The rules are, you know, so weird and wacky and wonky. I don't know if we're going to have a head coach for you know it's Friday, January twelfth. I don't know if we're going to have a head coach two weeks from today. We might, but I don't. I can't say with any level of assurance that we will. Because, again, it depends on who's alive, who's not alive, who, you know, all that stuff. All of that stuff. Uh, let's get to, uh, let me see here, uh, ba, 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 ba. Brian in Alexandria. I don't know why the wait times constantly change every time I see them. It makes it very hard to determine who's been on hold the longest, but I think it's Brian. Brian, how are you?
12: I'm good, Chris. How are you today? Good,
3: man. Thanks for the buzz.
12: Chris, I lied. I'm actually doing great, man. This is a great day. It's a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I think we have two two of three pieces in place that are needed to kind of reproduce what we have in San Francisco, which is a, a collective of people, a new owner, check. Now we have a new head personnel guy, check. That next piece is a new coach, check. And I think in five years, if we look back, and we say, wow, we are now a perennial playoff contender with a chance to win a championship here and there, we're not going to point to one move. We're not going to point to Adam Peters, or we'll point to the collective moves of the dismissal of Dan Snyder, the incoming of Josh Harris, Peters, and whoever the new coach is, to say, okay, we now have something in place to where whatever players we bring in, we can maximize the good decisions, and mitigate the bad ones. And that's when I see, when I look at the 49ers, I was reminded earlier that there was a draft where they took Solomon Thomas and Reuben Foster, two picks that I thought were home run picks, but they didn't work out at all. Yet now we look up and they have Fred Warner you know, Nick Bosa. You,
3: you, know, you know, I'm going to stop, stop you right there because it's a really good point, Brian. It's a really good point. I, okay. I forgot that Solomon Thomas and Reuben Foster were 2017, which was when Kyle and Adam Peters and John Lynch took over. Uh, Solomon yeah. Thomas obviously never worked out. Uh, he's bounced around and, you know, he had 15 career sacks, whatever. Uh, that was a number three overall pick. Now, Reuben Foster, you know, I truly believe Reuben Foster would have worked out um, if, he, if he didn't, you know, if he didn't have the injuries that he had, which led him to uh, you know, coming here, plus, in addition, obviously, the disciplinary stuff uh, that he had, which really led to him coming here, uh, and then the catastrophic injury once he got here. Um, so you're yeah. right. It's not just Trey Lance. It's not just you know this pick or that pick that didn't work out. They've had a couple of picks and a couple of high-value picks that didn't work out. But, again, I keep saying this, right, and I think you're on the same page as me, if you make a mistake at the top of the draft, and they've made a couple, you can get away with it when you make up for it with 5th and 6th and 7th round picks the way they have, and they've turned out to be great selections and great picks, and it's mitigated some of the problems.
12: And, and and Chris, I'm totally on the same page. And what I was getting to with this next hire is, it's not just that Peters has what it takes to make the mid-round picks to mitigate the early-round picks that didn't work out, is that you have a good coach in place in Kyle Shanahan to where if a top pick like Trey Lance doesn't work out, if Brock Purdy can just bring a little bit to the table, then Shanahan is an X's and O's in game management and offensive mind that can take a Brock Purdy and maximize what he can do and hide what he can't do. So it all works together to be able to maximize the good and mitigate the bad. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend.
3: Yeah, thanks for making it. Same to you. Good call, smart call. Uh, all right, more of your calls, Greg in Gaithersburg. Uh, I see you, Rock in D.C. Wait, is that the is that the Rock?
6: I don't believe it's finally, the rock, but it
3: doesn't matter. What? You, oh, sorry. Just doing a bit, <laughs> a bad one at that. We'll get to The Rock uh, in D.C. coming up after the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, I think Linnell's going to stop in and join us at some point. Uh, He had an interesting text exchange uh, with somebody uh, in the 49er realm, if you will, uh, about whether Adam Peters was responsible in any way for the Trey Lance trade. We'll get his thoughts on that and more coming up right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.